0: Okay, I'm really excited about tonight's way to wisdom, the fifth way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm learning so much from, from these uh, ideas, and this one I found really, really practical. I actually even used it th- today already, and I hope you do too. So, let's just quickly review. We've, we did way number one. Way number one to, to become a wise person is you got to... Study right if you don't learn, you won't know. Then number two, it's quickly uh number two was a, how to listen properly. Number three was saying things out loud, articulation. Last week we discussed understanding the heart, understanding your heart, and tonight we're going to discuss the power of awe, which means in Hebrew is ama. So, what is awe? What are we talking about when we say awe? So, what I'm talking about is, and really, obviously, what the mission is talking about, is when you stand on the rim, and I've never been there, but I've heard so much about it. You stand on the rim of the Grand Canyon with a... uh a second. Excuse me, um, you're standing on the rim of the Grand Canyon with a majestic purple and orange sunset blazing across the sky and you're like totally transfixed for an hour. You're, 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 you're paralyzed. That's the kind of awesome that we're talking, I'm talking about. The awesomeness when you look in the you're, you're on the floor of the desert and you look up at the sky, you're in a country and you see the stars a grand, a a hurricane, a a tidal wave, a volcano, these, these awe, this total awe, I would call it, you know, transformative awe, a transfixed type of awe, so this kind of awe, this experience is extremely powerful, it's powerful, it's something which we've experienced, and we can experience, and We're going to learn tonight a little bit of how to take that idea, which we're capable of feeling, and harnessing it uh, in our day-to-day life. When we look at stars, when we look at any of these type of uh, amazing things, what we see power, you see beauty, you see a certain harmony, and it's interesting that we probably feel kind of small, you feel... Like, you feel you feel mortal, you might feel weak, but it's interesting, at the same time that you feel so, quote-unquote, insignificant, it's the opposite of what usually happens when you feel insignificant. You actually don't get depressed. You feel inspired. You feel energized. And that's why it's such an amazing phenomenon that we got to study a little bit to see what exactly is going on over there? And is that something that we can do we have to wait to go to the Grand Canyon to, 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 to do it? We have to wait till we go to the Alps. So let's uh let's take a look at this and see if we can release that power in our uh in our everyday life. So actually it looks like someone's trying to get into this class so there's a newcomer so if you give me a second i'm just going to text them the information a second hang on uh... it could be my friend sybil Yep. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give the information right now. Um, hang on, make sure for patience. Okay. See, this is this is the power of all we're talking, and just something happens. Okay. All right. Okay. So now we're gonna jump right in to see um, understand this more and see how we can use it. So, the first thing that, that we're going to do now is let's recall. Let's recall something in our life. And you don't have to do it now. It's been a nice idea if you could do it now, but this is this is what we got to do if we're going to try to um, implement this. So, try doing now. Think of a, maybe it was a wave, it was a hurricane, an avalanche, maybe it was the first time. You know, you went in a plane, and you see all those clouds, and it seems endless, and it's just all a totally new frontier. I know I experienced this uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, must have been a few years ago already. I was in Tel Aviv, and it was unusual. There was a huge, uh, there was a huge amount of rain, and we were in a restaurant right on the Mediterranean, and thankfully there was a, it was a glass. We were in a glass bubble. Must have been about fifty feet from the uh, boardwalk, which were, which actually was pretty high above the ocean. And there was incredible waves that came and went way, way over the um, the barrier, and were it, it was like it was very rare, and it was like crashing onto the building, crashing onto the building. And I was staffing an Israel trip. I said, guys, let's go. It's not dangerous. There's a big wall. You know, let's, let's, let's go out there and get into this wave. And um, I was wearing, I think, formal clothes at the time. And I ran out there, and uh, literally probably one of the most memorable moments of my entire life. I go out there. I make sure that I'm way below the barrier. I just basically have my head above the barrier so, God forbid, I wouldn't be swept away. I look out and you see this ocean powerful powerful ocean and you see these waves coming and they're huge and i was like okay i'm gonna stand here i'm gonna let that wave just and these waves one after another just power 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 you you felt it was just euphoric and i got a, a number of people on the trip to, to uh to join me and actually was it was the highlight of of our of our trip all the thousands and thousands of dollars we spent on the trip this one moment god himself sent us so that's what we're talking about everyone has an awe moment recall such a moment now it doesn't have to be this a like power moment sometimes awe could be so that was number one number one was try to think of a um a very awesome powerful moment Number two, a different type, would be the quiet type. Like when you wake up in the morning and it snowed, the first snow of the season, total sheet of white, or during a rain, a consistent rain, or right after it stops raining, you see icicles, you know, frozen in in the trees or or in the caves. It's more of like... um, you're in a forest. It's a majestic beautiful type of awe. An overwhelming beauty. Maybe when you see a newborn baby. So this, this is what we mean when, when, when we say awe. So when you recall such a moment either the power awe or the beauty type of awe, the magnificent type of awe that's, then you have to think to yourself for a second and you kind of you kind of get fixated on it and you think and you ask yourself what's the essence of this what what what's about it that is so euphoric and so powerful because think about it there's such amazing moments but they come and they go and it's like wow does that have to happen once in a lifetime so one thing that you can do just as like going forward and now you can probably do it and access it is when that when you have that awesome feeling you verbalize it and you say this is incredible and then you you feel it and you kind of like press the save button and then you can you can relive it and i relived this uh this story with the wave many many times And, you know, you think about, what is it? It's a transcendence. It's a pleasure. But really, it can't just be power. We see power all the time. You see a monster truck. You see beauty all the time. What is it that is a real awe moment? What a real awe moment is, is when... You go beyond. It takes you out of your regular living experience. It's it's, it's transcendent. It goes above it. it. It's in a different plane. It's like we have a little child when the the greatest enjoyment that they can fathom is a lollipop, and then they can't even fathom the enjoyment of steak. And as you know, adult pleasures, things that we we enjoy, a child doesn't even fathom that. So what happens in these moments of awe is we transcend our, we, we, we escape our current limited uh, life situation. And, we, and what we do is we go from petty little day to day to eternity. It's a totally different plane. And and that's, and that's, what, that's, that's what the concept is. The concept is when you, when you see big, you see magnificent, you see powerful, it's pushing you above to a different plane than you usually are. And once you understand that that that's what it is, you can you can really look for that. you could be on the look for that you can be reliving it all the time you know think about it you can look on look for more experiences like that if you know what you're looking for. It doesn't have to be the exact same experience but that's the concept. Now, usually when you have those experiences, you don't do anything with it. It's nice. It was a good experience. You want to do something with it. So what you do is, is when you either when you have those experiences or when you relive them, you take them and you you turn that pleasure, that awe, that experience, that transcendent feeling, and you turn it into energy, for a living. Because what happens is when you get to that, that wavelength, petty things don't bother you anymore. You're not bored. You feel energized. You feel pleasure. Just today, I was dealing with something very, very challenging. And I felt I needed to be really, really strong. And I, and I was really happy I was, I was studying this concept because it enabled me to say, you know what? Who cares? Who cares about the small things? Well, the way you cannot, as long as you're in this limited plane, we do care about them. But when you get above and you see big picture, the smaller things literally don't matter. So we don't just want to have these amazing feelings, we want to take these amazing feelings and actually give help them give us energy. You know, it's kind of like you know, when you're really, really happy about something, things don't bother you as much. But here we're talking about a way to to get to that to that point, you know you can you don't have to go to the apps for this there's there's a mitzvah in the Torah one of the there's six constant mitzvahs and one of the constant mitzvahs is that you should be you should fear god which literally means be in awe of God and this is what it's talking about today it's so easy we with with these scientific advances and the technological advances we you know, we see incredible things every day if we're actually paying attention. You pay attention to science, pay attention to our body, pay attention to the world. If you, if you, you know, the, the duties of the heart, you know, he teases out, a person just thinks about a a, um, a, a seed of a, of a fruit, how incredible that is. It's, it's, it's wow. You don't think about it, but if you think about it, it's wow. If DNA and all the trillions of cells that your body is 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 comprised of if you pay attention and you analyze it, it it's literally mind boggling anything can be mind boggling if you actually think about it so why don't we feel this all the time we have awesomeness everywhere well because we get used to things and we get numbed by it you know children find everything fascinating you can find a worm fascinating you could find a garbage truck fascinating everything's fascinating and we tend to think as adults well we kind of you know we we know we're we're in touch with reality that's not really that cool well it's really the opposite it's really very cool all these things that the kids are are really taken with um and and that's what we got to do we don't want to be numbed out instead of taking our daily interactions and environment for granted Stop, focus. I think the biggest thing right now <clears throat> is is this the whole COVID situation? You know when COVID first started, you know we all were't oh wow, wow, look at the power of God and how the financial and po- and, polit- and the politics and the doctors no, everyone's baffled. everyone has been God's in full control. and you know we've kind of gotten used to it. unfortunately, we've gotten used to it. but this is a, a big example. Now, unfortunately, what I, I'm not a prophet, but you know, there's no question God is trying to get our attention, and 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 the message we got a long time ago in this mission is we don't have to have God. We don't need this. We'll we'll notice things how amazing they are without the inconveniences of COVID. You know how your body is of protons and electrons and everything spinning around. It's just whoa. So. We don't need to travel around the world. The, the the daily challenge is this, is are we sensitive and aware of what's going on? Do we walk through life constantly keep, keeping our eyes open? That's what... So, so number eight here is seek it everywhere. Now, here's the next level. So we, we said about awe to... Recognize these situations to understand what it does is it's transcendental. Understand it can happen anytime, anywhere. But what is it that makes us feel transcendent? You know, we've, we've gone somewhere else. And what what it is, is that it's really a way we're coming in contact with God. The essence of the awe here is there's a creator there. We're, we feel closer to something that really is above this world. And when you that feeling you can have any time. you know when when you focus on the fact that the Creator is in this room, everything in this room, the food, the books, the technology, myself, everything is is a way is, is a way of seeing God. So basically the shortcut to achieve this all without going to the Alps, is basically go straight to the source. The Alps are really just a gift from Hashem to feel close to Him. But really, it's all from Hashem. And if God's creation is this incredibly awesome, can you imagine how great God in Himself is? Consider what God does for us every day. Everything, our body, our health, all the things that have to happen just to, to have a functional day. But this amazing God, the incredible thing is, is that He's aware of us. It's a personal God. He cares about us. He's, he, he, he's, he's concerned with us. We just have to kind of wake up and notice. So, but it's a lifestyle. And this is number 10 that it's a nice idea. You could tap into it. But life is so amazing. This actually can, you can go. Like moment to moment, you, a person could be having, be living in a state of awe. It's a lifetime; it takes a long time. But you can deal with with your wife, with your children, with your spouse, with your friends, with your work. Everything you can be in this transcendental state where you don't petty things don't bother you, and it's incredible. This this constant. That's why this is a way to wisdom, because a way to wisdom is. Uh, is, is you gotta be able to, to not sweat the small stuff. You know, you, if you get bogged down with every little thing, you know, you just, it's, that's why how we get stuck. We have to have, find a way to get above that. And this is one of the ways. So that leads to number 11. When we're upset, when we're angry, frustrated, depressed, that is when we wanna access this tool. Cause we're stuck. We feel stifled. We don't feel understood. We feel taken advantage of. We're sick of something. So imagine you're stuck in traffic or someone calls you a name or your boss is by, is hassling you. So most people, we, we get angry and we get caught up. What could you do? What could be a remedy for the situation? You take a moment, go outside, take a walk sit back or think when you look at the sky and when you see the vastness of the universe you just put everything in perspective you're like huh do i really care about that is that really important to me let's let, I, just, I don't want to waste my energy with that i'm much bigger than that i'm part of this big big universe and this is inconsequential now obviously i don't tell this to someone else who is in pain but this is a tool i can have in my toolbox the awe helps you release yourself from the from your limitations. You know, you're thinking, oh, I need that person's approval. I need that person to stop insulting you. And you realize, you know, I don't. I don't need that. I don't need that. You know, you're suddenly in a world that has different dimensions. You're transported into this world of beauty, power, majesty. You have an expanded perspective, and that's when you see people who are big people, people who don't, quote-unquote, smut the small stuff. This is what they're doing. That's what they're doing. You know, we see this, unfortunately, in times of war and tragedy. People are able to do this. People who don't get along, people who aren't easy to get, you know, easy to please. When um, A lot of times when it comes to to war, you you see this in Israel. All, all the political parties. When unfortunately, when there's a, an attack, a terror attack, everyone comes together. And it's a beautiful thing to see. And we always tell Hashem, please, Hashem, let's, let's get together. Let's not have these this divisiveness without the war and tragedy. But because we get bigger. We get a broader perspective because we're seeing bigger things. And you're not bored. You're not bored. You, you, when you go to somewhere beautiful, I know you go these, in Israel and all the places, it's not boring. Just, wow. Well, you're not doing anything. Well, you don't have to do anything because you're in this great plane. Point number 12. So that's when you're in a bad mood. But you know what? You don't have to wait till you're in a bad mood. When you're in a good mood, turn it on. It's like you don't have to wait for a crisis. If I'm in a good mood, I can go from a good mood to a great mood. And I can get even more energized. That's point number 12. Point number 13 is in Jewish consciousness there's a concept, something called the shame yichud, which is a catalyst for experiencing awe. What do I mean? Well, What we've been talking about this evening is the concept of taking a situation, paying attention to it, and realizing how incredible it is. Well, Judaism says a person should always try to do that. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why am I keeping Shabbos? Why am I doing this mitzvah? Why am I on the Zoom call? Why Why am I doing anything? And, um, you know, and what you want to hopefully answer is you're doing it for a good reason. You're doing it for a higher purpose. So you can actually find fi- whatever works for you. You find some sort of catalyst that helps you go from, putting what 1 foot in front of the next to a to a being in a state of awe. Now, number 14 on this. What's the most awesome thing in the entire world? The most awesome thing in the entire world is not the Grand Canyon. It's not the Alps. It's not even a incredible tidal wave most incredible thing that's awe-inspiring in the world is you and me a human being is the most fascinating thing in existence in fact our tradition teaches us that our the whole world is was created to help the human being accomplish its purpose we are we just, we have to, we're the only thing in existence that has divine powers. We, we, we're godly. We make moral choices. We accomplish things. We actually accomplish things. You know, someone emailed me today that their mother is very, very sick. Well, when I pray or I ask you, you to pray, you know, we will, or when we do something in someone's merit, you know, I'll speak it out so my friend, her, her her mother, Aviva, daughter of Sarah, she should have a complete healing. You know, when a person realizes how amazing a person is, you become in awe of that. And what are you in awe of? You're not in awe of who you are now, necessarily, but you're in awe of the potential of a human being. Why? Because we've seen how much one human being could do. We've seen how much human being could destruct. We've seen how much human being could build. You know, now the thing is like this. It's hard to do it with ourselves. It's hard. And that's the way Hashem made it. Because if we always felt like a million dollars, then it would be easy to do it. So what does Hashem do? Hashem says look at animals, look at nature, and that helps us. But really, you can look at yourself. You know, King David really put it very succinctly. So it says in the Psalms that this is what King David said. When I look up at the heavens and I see the work of your fingers, of God's fingers, I think of man. King David's saying, when I, people remind David of Hashem. And I say, what is man? It doesn't make any sense. Why should man resemble God? Now, we're all created in the image of God. But yet, King David says... For some reason in his infinite wisdom, Hashem God made us that we're in his image. So we have to treat ourselves that way. We have to treat ourselves as seriously and that we're so cool and we're so interesting. The same way the power of a volcano or a tsunami or a hurricane, we have that we're we're just as incredible. Talk to any doctor, talk to biologists, they they how how a person's body works, what a person's capable of. Uh, they say most people don't do a fraction of their capabilities, but we shouldn't underestimate ourselves. We should be able to get in awe of who we are. And, and you know, what, what we can do is remember times when we actually felt we were awesome. It doesn't happen every day. Once in a while, you're like, wow, uh, I'm an incredible guy. I'm an incredible girl. Uh, I could do anything. And that's an incredible feeling. In the same way, you have that incredible feeling from being on a hike, or being at a waterfall, or being in the ocean, or being by a a beautiful forest. You can have. We're supposed to do that. It's easier to do that, but a person is supposed to do that about themselves also. You can always be aware of uh, your incredible power, but even more important, I wouldn't say more importantly, but very importantly, to notice it in others. It's easier to notice it with others. And when you notice it with others, hopefully you'll notice it in yourself. That's point number 14 on awe. Number 15 on on awe. And this is is the real game changer. This is the thing that, this is a Torah class. So, and this I would say is probably the most underappreciated resource in the entire world after human beings is Torah. Torah, Torah is. Well, let's we can talk about it in the real in the real way. We can talk about it in a secular way, but any way you cut it, the Bible is the best-selling <laughs> book for the past three thousand three hundred and thirty-two years. Continues. Everyone's buying it. Even the people who say it's not true, the Christians buy it, the Muslims buy it. Everyone buys it. It's in every language, right? The Torah is an awesome, awesome, awesome book. We have, we have information directly from God. We have written word from God, oral tradition from God. We have a whole thousands and thousands of years of tradition. And if someone is not in awe of that, it's because they haven't experienced it. You know, you just can't, you can't. You can't. I haven't met anyone who hasn't taken the time to study some Torah, whether you believe in God or not, or whether you believe it's from God or not. It's just an awesome, awesome thing. And like we said, you know, when we're little kids, we find everything awesome. And then we get numbed out. Well, the Torah is an awesome, awesome thing. And I people who are constantly engaged and, 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 and living or experiencing the, the wisdom of Torah, things don't bother them as much. It, it doesn't. You know, years ago when I first started, um, I was doing marketing and development. And working development, it's not an easy job, probably anywhere. But I was doing it for a nonprofit. And you know, there are days you don't see any success. days you don't feel appreciated. So that doesn't add up to feeling too good about what you're doing. So I called up a friend of mine's father, who was a world-renowned fundraiser. And I said, Rabbi, he was a rabbi. And I said, how do you do it? You've been doing it for years. You know, I think I'm good at this. But I, this isn't, this isn't going to work. He's like, he told me the mistake that I'm making. And I think that this is what the Pirkei is saying, that one of the ways to wisdom is awe. How is it? So my friend's father told me that what, when he first started fundraising, he realized this is not for the faint of heart. There is no way you can have all your eggs in the basket of fundraising. You got to do, he says, you have to find something that makes you feel awesome and then the pressure goes off of the job. Then you can do your job and do it properly. But you know that the success any given day it doesn't define who you are. He said what he did, he actually started giving college courses. So what I started doing is I started uh, I started really studying Jewish law. I studied Jewish law beforehand, but I kind of really I, I made a program with a, with the a rabbi, and I've been doing it since, and what this program does for me, everyone its something else, is I is when I'm locked into this program, it, 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 I'm in an awesome spot, and then nothing else really matters, because this is so much more important, and, and this I'm in such awe from that, and that's what Rav Noach Weinberg was saying, that this Mishnah is saying, when it says, awe is a way to wisdom, it's the way to chachma, because When you're able to access that awesomeness, um, things don't bother you, and you're really able to appreciate what's there. So that's number 15, recognizing this concept of awe, of transcendence, of power, of majesty, and beauty we have in the Torah. A few more points, kind of move things around a little bit, and we'll close. Um, So what are we talking about? Seeing beauty, majesty, transcendence, and power. Whenever something comes up that's important in, in as far as a living idea you know in a marriage or a job or a relationship or a big decision uh, a big small decision, we want to be able to we need to be able to get this awe concept in there to allow us to think to think clearly and we all want we want we want to have this as our secret weapon you know one time I was at a um a bar mitzvah, and it was kind of dead. They had a band, and they they were hoping it was going to be this incredible event. And it was it was lame. No one was interested. The people didn't look too happy. And I, it was a rabbi there, and I was I think I was pretty young I think I must have been like 20 maybe. And I said to the rabbi, I was like, well, what are we going to do over here? You know, we got to get some life here. And he's like, you know, we got to do, you got to, you got to get, you got to get in the zone you got to somehow unleash this power, transcendent, transcendental power to, to lift yourself above the situation. And you'll see what happens. And we started dancing, and he said it's like, it's like instead before there were a bunch of bodies in the room, it was there a bunch of souls in the room. And that's what we're talking about. And finally, I think this is so true today. There's so much going on out there, and we feel politically, socially, financially, medically, we feel pretty powerless. And we should, to some degree. It would be kind of not in reality if we thought we had this all figured out. But to some degree, it's not true. Because a lot of the challenges that we feel and experience are because we're looking at them from the perspective of, of, of a low plane, of what can I do? Now maybe you can't do certain things, but we all can do a lot lot more. We're capable of doing a lot lot more. It doesn't mean glorious things. It just means, you know, we, we've all mean everyone here, you know, we've all had experiences where we surprised ourselves. Wow, I never thought I can get through that. I never thought I can get through that situation and be happy or or or, or finesse it. And we we can we can, we can unleash these powers. In a global sense. And if any person does what they can do to deal with big problems, big things can change. You know, have to be in touch with reality. No, I wouldn't say know your limitations, but people are capable of a lot more uh, than we usually think we are. So that's a lot of points on what we mean this concept of awe, of, of lifting ourselves above the the humdrum the day to day. Now, why is this so important? Look, you know, come on, Rabbi, we've been uh, been gone through life, I've accomplished a lot, know a lot, and that's true. But why is this a crucial, when the Mishnah says it's a way to wisdom, that means you're not going to get to wisdom without it. And there's four reasons I want to me- mention why this concept of sometimes being able to lift yourself above the uh, day-to-day is so, is so crucial as a way to wisdom. And number one is that you can't possibly accomplish something great if you don't think there is something great to be accomplished. A person has no idea that there's something, uh, you know, I, I recently had, you know, someone uh, this, uh, a few Shabbos ago tried Shabbos on. Never experienced Shabbos before. And they actually told me that they for years they've been they heard about this idea of not having your phone on and unplugging and being present. And they never could do it. And and, and they actually sent me a very nice email that they appreciated that we ran this program for people who wanted to try it. And it was something that, that she said she she plans on continuing to do, but she never really thought that she could do it. So but she got herself to this awesome spot, you know, because basically the difference between being mature and not mature. Is that when, when we and we all do this? We act not mature sometimes. It's when we're dealing with games. Adults deal with eternal things. When you're dealing with eternal things, um, great things happen. So that's number one that we have to grow up. We have to be willing to <clears throat> allow, allow ourselves <clears throat> to, to live in that higher plane as much as we can. If you look in on, on, on your computer, which you're on, so it's easy. What's the definition of sanity? The general definition of sanity, I think in most places, is, is, um, is to be normal. So insane would be to be not normal, which means that it's subjective. That's not what the Torah says is, is quote-unquote, sanity. The Torah says sanity is... Being how much are you in touch with reality? I could be crazy. I could have all kinds of issues and who knows what. But if I'm in touch with reality, I'm not in la la land. I understand who I am. I understand what life's about. I could be totally socially where I am, but I'm, I'm normal. I'm, in t- I'm sane. Sane means I'm in touch with reality. And that's what being awesome. In fact, you know, the, 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 the Torah says that a person never sins in, when they're in reality. It says a person only sins when they go into a concept called a ruach shtus, a foolish flame of mind, when they're, when they're, when they're, when they're having an illusion. They're having a break from reality, and it's true. I, I, I experienced that. I'm not a person who's on a very high level, but I, I understand why I'm in this world. I'm in this world to accomplish things, to make good moral choices, to connect to Hashem, to make myself more godly, to make myself a more, uh, uh, more uh, expansive person. So why do I a lot of times don't do expansive things? I don't do expansive things when I, when I divorce myself subconsciously, hopefully not consciously, from reality. And that's what awe does to you. When you go to that Grand Canyon, when you do that awesome thing, or when you access to that awe in your day-to-day, um, that allows you to, to become more sane, to be more in touch, because you see how small you are, and you see how great how the universe is, and the harmony of the universe, and, and how the small things are small. And the third point is, is that we may not know it, and we may not want to think about it, but we all are looking for this. We don't want to be mundane people. No one wants to be just no one wants to be just mediocre. We all want something big. And we, sometimes it, sometimes it expresses itself in very weird, corrupted, unusual ways. But that's really what it is. And there are great things to shoot for. and, and the concept of awe, AMA allows us to do that. And lastly, when you access awe, you access the mead of awe, of, of transcending your day-to-day, the, seeing the majesty of the universe, the harmony of the universe. It opens you up to new perspectives that you simply did not see before. I'm sure we've all had times when like, we didn't think something was true. We had an epiphany. Like, wow. Right? You don't see that in your day-to-day. You have to have something. You know, for some people, maybe COVID's doing that. I hope we've done enough of that. that I could just stop this. So, quick review over here. We discussed a lot of ideas. Um, concept of awe is the concept when you have that amazing feeling, when you see power of nature, and that bring, it makes you feel great, makes you feel energized. And we're talking about taking that feeling, having recall from it, and actually also experience that in your day of life to lift you up above the things that, that hold us down. It's a human tendency to be petty, but we want to pull ourselves out of that. The reality of this world is that nothing is mundane. Anything can have this awesome feeling. Anything. If we actually take the time and focus on it. We ourselves have so much potential to live, have one thrill after the next, go from one, one amusement park ride to the next amusement park ride. I kind of feel this when I go to Israel sometimes. It's just like I feel like, wow, for 10 days. But We can't go to Israel now, but we could do it here. If you understand the power of every moment, then you can concretize that sometimes. And so the awe is the result of seeing potential actualized. You see, wow, right? So you can see that in in your day-to-day. See the small wows in life. And uh, so really life is one, it can be one limitless set of wows. Um, and lastly, make sure we recognize what's behind all these wows. Wow is always an access to what's behind it all, which is a creator, which is God, and that's why when we pray, if we recognize what we're doing. I'm talking to a creator. I'm studying the Torah. Uh, you know, when you do all these things, it's really a tremendous uh, life skill and certainly a way uh, to wisdom. So I w- I was listening to Rabbi Noach Weinberg uh, when he gave a class on this topic. Uh, last night. And he gave an assignment to uh, his crowd. And maybe it's something that we, we would benefit from as well. So he said, take a piece of paper and you write down what, it, what, what are your ultimate pleasures? What are you striving for? What are your priorities? And then he said, somehow get yourself or wait to or access or wait to you access it to that feeling of awe. And you kind of can go back, you know, to the babbling brook or the waterfall or something and get to a spot where you're feeling very expansive. And then ask yourself the same questions and see if they're the same. If they're the same, hopefully you're in good shape or really bad shape. But likely they won't be the same. And that's where you want to be. So have a great week. And now we are well on our way. We're at way number five of 48 Ways to Wisdom. Thanks for coming on. Have a good week.